The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. My name is Peter Padilla, your host here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Glad to be with you today on a very nice, warm, and toasty summer day in beautiful northern Nevada. Really enjoying the outdoors this year because, well, we not only got through a great winter, but now we're enjoying a great summer, and the remnants of the winter snow remain. There's water in the rivers, waters in the lakes, and we are enjoying a good time all around Uh, with the Northern Nevada Beauty, which is another great reason why people are interested in purchasing homes in Northern Nevada, because it's a great place to live. It used to be known as a transient area. Northern Nevada did. No more. People are moving here, and they love what they see, and they decide to stay and become part of the community. I hear that every day. It won't be too long before natives are going to be a common thing in Northern Nevada, because a lot of people are moving here, too. Young people, having kids. Next thing you know, population grows, better opportunities, and Reno really does become the biggest of the great, biggest little cities. We help people make great decisions when they're looking to buy real estate, whether it's for investment properties or primary residence. It doesn't matter. It's a huge decision, and it's not something people should move into lightly. But I do believe it's something that people should have on their mind if they want to grow their life in the sense of value and of legacy. When you have real estate, you actually have something substantial that you can share with your family and that your family can depend on to maintain a certain level of livelihood. So there's a lot of good things to think about when you're considering real estate. There's so many ways to look at it from investment to primary residence, but you need to talk to the experts to make sure you're on the right track. Today, we're going to be talking with three outstanding experts that we chat with on a regular basis here at Nevada Real Estate Radio, but because it's the hot summer months in July, they're in the field and they're doing their part to help people become homeowners or home investors. Later on the show, we're going to have Michelle Holbert with us. Michelle is a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. She helps you get everything ready to go and will give us some ideas on what we need to do to get prepared to make that real estate purchase. After that, Diane Heaton is with us. Diane is one of the top real estate professionals in all of Northern Nevada, and she's going to talk to us about the value of, again, owning a home and some of the things that you need to do as far as real estate to get prepared plus some of the things not to do. That's probably even the most important part of our meeting and conversation with Diane Heaton from REMAX Realty Affiliates. And then we're going to finish up the show with Daryl Carr. Daryl is the man that I think about when it is hot, hot, hot outside because Daryl helps people make shade while the sun shines. He's got a great product to help homes stay cooler in the summer without using any electricity. We're going to talk with Daryl Carr from SunTech Solar Screening later in the show. And I've got some information for you of the new Reno Real Estate 
Association of Realtors statistics for the second quarter so you can know what's going on in northern Nevada when it comes to real estate. But we have to take a break, so please hang on. We'll be back after this message. When you're closing your real estate transaction, you need to be dealing with one of the top realtors in all of northern Nevada. Diane Heaton, REMAX Realty Affiliates. Call Diane Heaton, 775-750-2409. Diane Heaton, Certified Residential Specialist at REMAX Realty Affiliates. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, sharing the latest information on real estate information and statistics throughout northern Nevada. The Reno Sparks Association of Realtors recently released its second quarter report for June of 2016 on existing home sales in Washoe County. And that includes median sales prices, the number of home sales in the region. And of course, Reno Sparks Association of Realtors obtains its information from the Northern Nevada Regional Multiple Listing Services. This report listed the median sales price for an existing single family residence in Washoe County in 2016 second quarter at $305,000. That's it. Imagine that. The median house price in Reno, Washoe County is $305,000. Now that's a 9% increase from a year ago and a 5% increase from the first quarter. So in just a quarter, the values of homes on average, the median price has gone up by 5% in just a quarter. That's just just 9% for the year. If you bought last year, on the average, your home is now worth 9% more than it was when you paid for it. Now, All the numbers that we are talking about from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors are for existing stick-built single-family dwellings. So that does not include condominiums, townhomes, manufactured homes, modular homes, trailer houses, newly constructed homes. Now, the median sales price of existing homes, if you look at them from that perspective, condominiums and townhomes in Washoe in the second quarter, same time period, was $178,500. Now get this, that's an increase of 43% from one year ago. My gosh, if you would have bought a condo, I mean, who would have thought that if you would have bought a condo last year, as opposed to a single family residence that's in that median price for its time period, the difference, single family residence goes up 9%. A condominium, 43%. Unbelievable. I, I, it's just amazing to me. People complain about homeowners association dues and they complain about maintenance, neighbors. I mean, whatever the thing is. If you buy into the right condominium project at the right time, you can be light years ahead of your contemporaries that maybe invest in single family residence. Now, is that going to happen from here on to the next year? I doubt it. Probably not. I think that ride is over. But the thing is, the people that bought condominiums last year instead of a single-family residence are ahead of the game by 34%. Again, single-family residences, median price up 9% in Washoe County from one year ago in 2015. And now this year, in July of 2016, they're up 9% to $305,000. A condominium 2015 to 2016 is up 43%. Wow. Now, during the same period, uh, Washoe County had 636 sales 
of existing single-family residences. So how does that compare with the year before or the month before? Well, it is a 7% increase just for the month prior, but it, it is actually a slight decrease, 3% from year to year. So that tells us that these 636 homes down a little bit as far as total homes, but that's because of the housing shortage. And what creates a housing shortage? Housing demand. When you hear about anything shortage, it means people are buying it. So like so many things in life, when the price is high, people start buying, buying, buying. And the smart people, the really true investors, when those prices look like they're peaking, that's when they're selling. They are selling to the people that are buying high. When the prices went way down of homes because of the mortgage meltdown in 2011 and 2012, we hit the bottom in 2012, it was January, and the median price of a home in Washoe County, Northern Nevada, was $150,000, there were very few buyers, very few buyers. And, you know, there weren't that many sellers either because most people just let their homes go. But the few buyers that were there that were buying in 2011, they were going against the grain. They were not doing what the whole market was. They were buying when they saw that nobody had any faith or hope in real estate. Well, now at the other end of the spectrum, we're toward the top of the appreciation line in the last several years, and people are coming out in droves to buy. I wonder what that says. The masses are buying and a few people are selling. I suspect that the sellers, today's sellers, are making some great decisions. I mean, first of all, no one's ever going to complain or fault anyone for making a profit on something they bought. So anytime you sell it at a profit, you're money ahead because after that, anything that can happen. I mean, literally in 24 hours, the world could change and we could experience the coming of a new mortgage meltdown. That's not going to happen, I don't think, but it could happen that fast. So you always have to be prepared by monitoring what the masses are doing and what the few investors, those intelligent people are doing. I see many people buying homes today that maybe are going to regret it down the road. And I see some sellers that are just tickled because they really maxed out on their investment from a few years back. And now they can look at other investments or wait for the cycle to turn again so that they can take that appreciation in cash that they have now and use it to buy real estate in the coming months. Want to hear from some other opinions? We've got them. Today on the phone, we've got three outstanding guests calling us from the field. They're working, helping people close deals today. We will be back after this message with Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Mortgage. This is Mandy Clark from Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Sage advice is what you get when you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla is important to me because he helps us to make great connections in the real estate investment world. Thank you, Peter. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. 
Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269. Socotra Capital Nevada, Incorporated. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Equal housing lender. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. On the phone with us today, she's in the field, Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, Peter. Thanks. It's great to be here on the phone today. Yes, it is good to have you on the phone because I know how busy you are this holiday week. Let's call it a holiday month. You know, by the time people get into July, the whole month is rocking because we have the 4th of July and then we also have Art Town and we've got people getting ready for Burning Man. I mean, I would think people are so busy, Michelle, they're not even thinking about buying a house or getting a mortgage. Funny, but July is July is always a blur in my business because it is busy all around town. But people are still trying to fit buying a home within everything that's going on in our community in the month of July. So mm-hmm. it, it definitely is a busy time. And if you think about it, everybody wants to be closed and ready to go by the time school starts. Well, true. Yes, that's true. The school systems, they still dictate a lot of what happens in the world, in, in, in America anyway, because that's the consumption economy base. People with kids are constantly buying, constantly selling, looking at their lives, and that includes their home as well. Let us know. I mean, how busy is it this summer? Is it like as busy as last year? I think we're ticking up a little bit this year. We have favorable rates as opposed to last year, although let's face it, they've been historically low for longer than any of us can remember, but now they're exceptional. We have this summer inventory hitting us, so people are more apt to buy when there's a little bit more out there to look at, and then you have the downtime. So we're extremely busy, and people have to get things done before, you know, again, kids go back to school. It used to be, Peter, you know, we went back to school after Labor Day. What happened to that? Now they go back to school the second week of August. (laughs) Yeah, we lost a month there somewhere. I think it must be some kind of daylight savings thing that they've come up with. Because it just yeah, I agree. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Go back to school in July, but 
at, at least like we we talk about it's it's the consumption market everything is changing all the time the hesitancy that people have had if they've been hesitant to buy homes michelle i'm sure has been that you know prices wait first of all those prices were so low let's wait to see if they'll lower go lower now they're moving up and it's saying well let's wait until may come back down again and then there are other people that are talking well the interest rates are low but they could be lower we could wait things are always changing all the time the key is to pull the trigger when it's right for your family exactly you can't you know, we always kind of use an analogy. Trying to time the market is like trying to catch a, fall, a falling knife. So you have to be really careful and make sure you do it when you're absolutely ready. No, there's never going to be a perfect rate environment, a perfect price environment. Mm-hmm. But right now, prices are going up and rates have dropped. So that in itself lends... I think a little more buying power to people just by having a little bit lower interest rates. But prices have kicked up. We've seen that month after month in the median home prices for Washoe County. Well, desirability, I think, is that's kind of an indicator of that. How how much do people desire having a home? And that does show that people want to do that if they can find a way to make it happen. But let's talk about interest rates. And we talked about how they're still very attractive. In fact, maybe became more attractive recently as a result of the Brexit, which is the British uh, departure from the European Union. So without going too far into politics, but let's stay with the economy, uh, have people chatted with you about that in their discussions about interest rates and getting a mortgage? Well, ever since that happened at the end of last week, um, our phones have been ringing off the hook predominantly for refinances because, of course, it has pushed interest rates down a little bit. Um, And if you look at the opposite reaction, the stock market has taken a significant hit. The, The flight to quality, if you will, has been into the bond market, hence bringing down interest rates. So our phones have been literally ringing off the hook trying to take advantage of of lower interest rates. Um, it, it's amazing. And it, yeah. it, it may, you know, it, it may stabilize a little bit. You typically see a knee-jerk reaction, yeah. and then you see some stability come back into the market, and I'm sure that that's going to happen again. Absolutely. I'm, I'm on the phone right now with Michelle Holbert. She's a mortgage loan consultant at Caliber Home Loans right here in Reno, Nevada. Michelle, you guys do all kinds of mortgage work there. I know you do primary residence and you do second homes. We have a lot of investors that tune into our show as well. Talk to us about the kind of investment loans you have available. We have programs for investors purchasing properties that are one to four units, so single family up to a fourplex, various down payments, but typically 20% down is usually the minimum investment to get into uh, a rental property. A little bit higher if it's a if it's a unit, so three to four units. We can even use rental income to assist borrowers in qualifying for rental properties. So there's a lot of nuances that we have that really help people get into their first investment property. Um, you know, and, and Reno's a market where it still makes sense to buy a rental. There's a good there's a good rental market out there. Rents are 
actually pretty high right now. So I think for an investor entering the market right now, it's it's still a really good time. It's, it's still pencils. You bet. And uh, if anybody has questions about that, all they have to do is just look in one of the publications or online at what rental costs are. Compared to, compared to them last year, you definitely will see an increase, anywhere from 5%, 10%, or even more, depending on the property. So one of the beauties of the work that you do is helping people buy primary residence, second home, investment property but sometimes i know that by combining certain elements you can actually do maybe two out of the three which is to buy a twoplex a threeplex or a fourplex as a primary residence let's say a young couple just got together and they want to buy some property could buy a a, a multi-family move into part of it as their primary residence and then the other three parts if it was a fourplex michelle they could rent that out right so they could become homeowners and investors at the same time that option is absolutely available. It's funny, in the last couple of years, I've, I haven't done as many transactions like that as you would think because, you know, our market is, is definitely filled with people looking for their investment properties and that's who our buyers are competing with. Right. But where I have done more of those types of transactions have been in some of the more rural markets the Winnemuccas, the Fernleys, Minden Gardnerville areas, where, you know, sometimes those areas are forgotten about a little bit by investors, and they shouldn't be. There's some good opportunities in those markets as well. Yeah, and in fact, not only investors forget about those areas, but I think the primary residence buyers, too, maybe don't really think about that as they should. But recently, in the local newspaper, I read an article by a lady named Sarah Adler, She's the state director of the USDA Rural Development Nevada program. And her article was glowing about things going on at the Tahoe Reno Industrial Center and the companies that are there, the big companies coming into town that are already there, Tesla, Panasonic, Switch, and more. And how the newcomers are going to realize that some of Western Nevada's small towns are a really great option to buy homes. She singled out specifically Fernley and Fallon. Fernley being only 22 minutes from the Tahoe, uh, the the Tahoe Regional uh, Industrial Center. Fallon is only 46 miles away. Lovelock is within an hour. So when you look at those communities, along with the ones south, like Silver Springs, Dayton, and Yarrington, there's a lot of places that are available with a very short distance in mind to those kind of work locations. And and the beauty of it is USDA offers this fantastic financing as an option to get a mortgage literally with zero money down, she says. that That's correct. So USDA, along with VA, are my two favorite programs for first-time home buyers if a buyer meets the criteria. And with USDA, the, the property is first and foremost that we have to um, we have to vet the property and make sure that it falls within the USDA uh, location guidelines. Mm-hmm. Washoe County is a little tougher, Peter, because although there are homes in, let's say, Cold Springs, Washoe Valley, some of the far reaches of Spanish Springs that are actually in USDA um, zones, most of the USDA loans we do are actually in Lyon County, um, outskirts of Carson City, you know, Douglas County, um, 
basically anywhere in the state that's mm-hmm. designated rural. And the benefit to the buyer is it is a zero down payment loan. And coming October, USDA has actually lowered their fees. So not only is their monthly guarantee fee lowered, but so is their upfront fee. So it's making it more affordable for the, you know, for the buyers that are utilizing that program. It's a tremendous benefit, and you can couple that with some of the state grant programs as well. So if somebody needs the the closing cost money, they can pair it with a grant program. If somebody wants to pair it with a mortgage tax credit program, they can do that as well. It's just, it's one of the best programs there is, and, you know, people should be taking advantage of it if they meet the criteria, because there are income restrictions, you know, there are certain restrictions on, on the program, but frankly, a lot of people qualify for that option. This is a great mortgage, and it's a great mortgage option, especially if you're looking to get out of that, well, metro area, let's say. You know, when you look at the median existing home price in the metro areas of Nevada, it runs anywhere from, oh, say, 230 in southern Nevada to 350 or, or so in certain northern Nevada areas for a yeah. 25-year-old home. That compares to a uh, 125 to 300,000 in rural counties like Churchill, Lyon, Pershing, Humboldt, and, and so forth. Now, this is all according, again, to Sarah Adler's article and um, editorial in the local newspaper recently, and she's the state director of USDA Rural Development Nevada, talking about oh, a lot of just wonderful things that you can benefit from by using the USDA loan, like maybe it's their first starting point for young people. It's a chance for people to enjoy the rural lifestyles and you know, all the fun and outdoor adventures that Nevada has. The beauty of what you do, though, Michelle, is that you offer great options for people that want to take that next step, despite all the issues going on in, in the local economy or in the world, because you see some value in what real estate has to offer you. So we're going to put all your contact information on our website so we can make it easy for people to find you. And, and I thank you for visiting with us on the phone today. you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Get pre-approved prior to going out and making an offer on a home because you will give yourself a, a lot less stress in your transaction by visiting with me initially. That way we can qualify you for the program that you really want to have and you can lay out all the options. I find that buyers that do that, it's a much less stressful process. So there's my little tip for the day. I appreciate that and I'm in total agreement with you, Michelle. Look forward to chatting with you again sometime again soon. All right. Thanks, Peter. Have a great day. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have more outstanding guests helping us make great decisions when it comes to real estate. Please stay tuned for Diane Heaton. She's on the phone waiting to chat with us. Diane is a realtor at REMAX Realty Affiliates with some great information for you. This is Scott Kelly from Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Sage advice is what you get when you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla is important to me because he hosted me on his show and gave me a chance to talk about education, energy, and politics, all of which are important in Northern Nevada. Thank you, Peter. Street Smarts on the house. 
SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. And on the phone with us today is Diane Heaton. Diane is a realtor at Remax Realty Affiliates in Reno, Nevada. Hope you're doing well today, Diane. I am. Beautiful day in northern Nevada. I appreciate visiting with you today on the phone. You know, I know how busy it is. It seems like once we hit July, the whole month is nothing but a holiday. You know, you've got hot August nights coming around the corner. This month, we have Art Town and all the 4th of July festivities. I mean, it must be a really busy time for everybody. And then when you think about shopping for a home, I'm wondering, what's it like out there? People are uh, taking vacations. We're through with graduations now. That that does slow things down for a couple of weeks, but we're past that. But we've got school coming back into session very quickly, and clients want to get their schools identified and be able to register the kids if they're making a move. So. It slows down for a little bit in June and July and then gets very busy again quickly into July and August. Yeah, well, trying to take care of the holidays, families, and take care of the family with a new home or a move-up home uh, puts a lot of demands on a person's time. But, you know, the good news is we have more daylight in the summertime, so we can actually be out and about looking around more. I was chatting with somebody about an article I saw recently Diane in one of the local publications, and this article was written by Sarah Adler. She's the state director of USDA Rural Development Nevada, and she was talking about something that I I love talking about, and that is that rural homes, you know, homes outside of the metro areas of Reno, Sparks, Las Vegas, Henderson, when you look at more rural properties, you can actually get more value for the money, plus if you like that lifestyle of living in a rural community, well, you know, you can get both benefits in one package. We're not too far from some great rural communities here in northern Nevada. What is your take on that rural lifestyle that she was talking about? Well, that's absolutely correct. And the further you go out from Reno Sparks proper, you're going to get more house for the dollars. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've been showing properties out in Burnley and Gaten is another favorite. Uh, the homes are newer uh, in many cases. The prices are still really good, and the drive is 
not very far if you're working in Reno or Sparks, but 30 minutes, 45 minutes in, in many cases. So mm-hmm. a lot of our folks come from California, and that's a very comparable drive less than what they've been doing oh, already. Yes. So mm-hmm. value is there, financing is good, programs are available, and the homes in many cases are newer. You know, I was traveling in some of the rural areas just recently and happened to be going through Fernley and Fallon both and was reminding myself that the numbers that I see from the Rural Housing Association and the Reno Real Estate Associations and the related real estate associations all say basically the same thing, is that homes in that region, they're running anywhere from seventy-five to over $100,000 less for a comparable-sized home. Now, granted, there's you know if you live in Reno, you're driving and there's a commute factor, but we're talking about a hundred thousand dollars. So right away, you can see that there's a different kind of value that you can place on your home and your time if you are interested in that rural lifestyle. But above and beyond that, you get to kind of live in the country. It's a different way of living. Yeah, the the home sites are bigger. Uh, just. Fundamentally, across the board, they're larger, and then you can get the acreage if you want horses or something of that nature that becomes available to you out in those areas. You know, better, maybe smaller class size, too. Lots of things for the kids locally. There's a lot of programs within these smaller towns and the outlying areas as well for children and families and the shopping is coming in and uh, it's really our outlying areas have really grown up over the last 10 years it's part of our population has increased and the demand for the housing in the outlying areas has increased it's gotten so much better I'm talking with Diane Heaton. Diane is a realtor at Remax Realty Affiliates here in Northern Nevada. We're talking about a variety of things. Right now we're chatting about how rural homes in smaller communities make great sense if you're of the right mindset. So, Diane, one of the great things that Sarah Adler mentioned in her article was that by living in a small community, you get more first string experience and what does she mean by first string experience well it means like in school if you have children in school that are let's say in football or on the music team or the dance team or whatever because there's so many less students and because there's more personal one-on-one attention there's a good chance that your children living in a small town can get an opportunity to be on that first string much more likely so than living in a large community. Exactly. And if you like the, the small town uh, feel, but just uh, 30 to 45 minutes from the metropolitan area that we have, if you will, that's exactly what the Fernley, the Fallon, the Dayton, Carson, um, even Carson's larger, but in some areas, the Carson, South Carson, Gardnerville, Minden. Mm-hmm. Genoa, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for some really nice areas with less population. And as you mentioned, the one-on-one attention that you get from a small town. Yes. You know, many times I speak to people about our radio show and they say, you know, Peter, we love getting tips uh, on making better decisions, uh, whether we're buying or selling homes. And a lot of our friends and families make those comments. They're always looking for tips. So a great tip for today is if you're looking to buy a new home, consider one of the rural areas and compare the difference in prices 
versus, of course, the commute and the lifestyle that you're going to get there. It's going to be quite uh, quite enjoyable if you're of such a mindset like I am. Love the rural areas. But, Diane, let's talk about some other things that people should be thinking about if they're buying or selling a real estate. So what is really negotiable when you're talking about the process of buying or selling a home? Well, when you're purchasing or selling a home, any aspect that has a cost associated with it, it could be a buyer paid, a seller paid, or an other. Could be, you know, there's there's two to three boxes to check on any line that has a cost associated with buying or selling a home. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna pay for it? Yeah. There are typical costs that you would expect a seller is gonna pay and what a buyer is gonna pay. And every offer and sale is situational, however, are we in multiple offers? There's a lot of factors that would determine how, if I was writing an offer, what box we're gonna check for my buyer to pay or we're requesting the seller to pay. Very situational, although there are standards. Yeah, and I also know too that buyers, especially, for the most part, you know, because it's only happening maybe for the first time in their life or maybe they bought a home and sold a home five, six years ago, they rarely do it, so they're not as in tuned as to what kind of services you need. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Title, let's go, appraisers, inspectors, repair. I mean, how do they make that decision? That is where experience comes in on the realtor that you're using. And, uh, you know, it, it. everybody has an opinion a lot in it, uh, real estate and People have friends, but you really need to talk with your realtor and make sure that your realtor is experienced and has done uh, a lot of transactions, I would say, so that they've used a wide variety of inspectors, of lenders, insurance companies. There's contractors that may need to be called in to do some work uh, for either the buyer or the seller. and. You need to be very careful who you do business with and select companies and contractors and these professionals that have experience at a track record. Mm-hmm. Do they close the loans on time? Do they get good recommendations from other people that have used them? What is the agent's experience with these different professionals? But it's very important. It's stressful enough to buy or sell a home and you want to use good people that you can depend on to get things done right and get it done on time. You know, one of the things that I think many people don't really realize until they're in that process, Diane, is the time sensitivity. Everything is so time sensitive in a real estate transaction. If you say certain things are going to be done on a particular day, I don't care if it's 20 or 25 days from now, but if you establish that day, People are expecting everybody to live up to those days, and if one of the service providers doesn't come through, it can cause a chain of events where everything just comes to a halt. That's correct, and that goes back to who is giving you this recommendation for this service provider, what's the history, what have they done in the past, how familiar uh, are is your realtor with this company. I, I've been doing this for 20 years. I have people that I've worked with for 20 years to provide services for my clients. 
I don't just have one, I have several. The client ultimately can select who they want to, but I know that anybody that I recommend, I can depend on to show up and to get it done correctly and in the time frame that we need. Yeah, you know, the last thing you want to do is get into a deal and be all excited, tell your family you're going to move, new house, everything's going on, and then suddenly a hiccup comes up. Let's say it's a rural par- property, and there's a well issue, or there's a roof issue that dad doesn't pass inspection, and things have to move fast. Well, if I'm a buyer, I don't know anything about roofs or wells, and I'm busy work. Who's going to help me? That's where somebody like you uh-huh. comes to play, Diana. That's what you get after you know many years of experience, and uh, you know I'm not looking where people are going to be placing their couch or their their bed in a room, I'm looking at a lot of other things with the home. Uh, is it going to pass an FHA inspection? Uh, is it going to go VA? Is the, is the paint peeling? Is the roof looking good? Does it have a well? Does it have a septic? If it has mm-hmm. a well, it probably has a septic. Mm-hmm. How are we going to handle those inspections? Uh, I want to uh, make sure that I'm being conscious of my buyer's funds as well. Inspections are not cheap, and and we certainly don't want to ever skip out on an inspection. That's not the place to save money, but in what order are we going to do those? Who's going to pay for them? So there's so much that goes into it, Peter. And it's a factor of experience, and if you've dealt with these types of homes and issues before. Purchase, buy, sell, first time, second time, it doesn't matter. We recommend that you talk to Diane Heaton from Remax Realty Affiliates. Now I've got your information on our website to make it easy for people to find you there, Diane. Hopefully you'll be coming back to visit us again in the studio soon. I'd love to. Thank you very much, Diane. Bye-bye. Getting the financing and then buying a home is one thing. Maintaining the home, that's another. Keeping the utilities down as low as possible and comfort together, it can be done. After this break, we're going to talk with Daryl Carr from SunTech Solar Screening. You won't believe the great things he has available to keep your home cool all summer long. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. Hi, this is Rocket Tom inviting you to take a moment to think outside the globe. While most of us were enjoying our July 4th holiday, NASA was celebrating another major breakthrough in space history when they successfully inserted the Juno spacecraft into orbit around Jupiter. While stakes were burning on millions of barbecue pits, a virtually unknown NASA spacecraft had successfully traversed 1.7 billion miles over nearly five years and completed a perfect orbital burn. The news about the Juno success has been greeted with casual nods and thumbs up from most of the Americans that are aware of it. Just another routine NASA accomplishment. Certainly didn't warrant the headlines such as Cleveland coming back from a three-game deficit to win the NBA championship. And then there's the matter of why are we spending so much money to study Jupiter? Why do we need to understand the origin and evolution of Jupiter? Who cares that Juno will investigate the existence of a solid planetary core? map Jupiter's intense magnetic field, measure the amount of water and ammonia in the deep atmosphere, and observe the planet's auroras. Who among us is eagerly awaiting knowledge of how giant planets form and the role these titans play in putting together the rest of the solar system? Whether you're seeing this on a PC, tablet, smartphone, 
Your question can be answered by reminding you that we would not likely have this advanced technology if we had not made up our minds, as a society, to reach for the stars and invested in our insatiable drive for exploration and knowledge of space. Propulsion, energy, medicine, and science in general would be decades behind where they are today if we had not committed ourselves to lunar exploration. Every day, the International Space Station is quietly finding solutions to technological, medical, food production issues that are impossible to recreate in a college research facility. Scientists have spent decades and billions of dollars attempting to create nuclear fusion. It might be the answer to all of our energy needs, but little has come of laboratory research. If we concentrate our research on creating propulsion, environmental, and life support systems that are needed to explore space, these advances will become realities because they're needed to achieve these missions of human triumph. The spin-offs of this passion to explore will manifest themselves in the answers to energy, medical, sustainable food production that have eluded scientists for decades. Understanding the ecosystem of Jupiter is likely to provide keys to sustaining and improving the ecosystem of Earth. Perhaps we should be eagerly awaiting the discoveries that will be made by Juno with the same passion as we look forward to the next baseball, football, and basketball championships. For more information about thinking outside the globe, you can find me on the web at rocketom.com. This is Diane Heaton, Realtor at REMAX Realty Affiliates. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is on the air. Thank you, Peter. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. On the phone with us is Daryl Carr from SunTech Solar Screening, making shade while the sun shines. Daryl Carr, are you enjoying this warm weather? We love it. We're busy. I bet you are. You know, the temperatures have been in the 100s recently. That's unbelievable. That's almost more like Arizona than Nevada. The calls, I can imagine, are from people just looking for some relief. Yeah, we're, we're very busy right now. Solar screens are an inexpensive way to reduce your summertime cooling bills. In the summer, a minimum of uh, 30%, as high as 60%, uh, uh, I've been uh, told by some of our clients. We've never had anybody ever tell tell us to take the solar screens off their house. They just love them. Oh, yeah. We just put solar screens on our house. What a difference. I mean, it was unbelievable, Daryl, just how cool those rooms became once we blocked out so much of that sun. I think most people don't realize just how much glass actually radiates heat once it's warmed up by the sun. Exactly. The the screens will take in 245 BTUs of the sun's heat into the screen, so the screen's going to be hot. And on the inside, the glass will be tepid. 60% of the heat 
in your home comes from the glass. So that's why you need to keep it off off the glass. That's 115 degrees every square foot. Oh yeah, on that window. That's extremely high. You can fry an egg on that. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And you know, you, normally you think, well, I will just close the blinds or or the curtains. But you know that heat is radiating right behind it and still sneaking mm-hmm. into your home because that glass is is doing its job in transferring that heat. I know that you have different levels of uh, protection, because uh, and, and, uh, I'm looking at some of their brochure material here. Suntex, that's the, uh, that's the material that you're using from Pfeiffer. Tell us about that material. The material is a, an acrylic polyester. It's tough. You can hardly cut it with a knife. Uh, uh, dogs and cats uh, can't scratch it. Um, it's... Uh, got a microband filter on it so it doesn't uh, it's bacteria free and doesn't rot it's fire retardant it's kid proof it's very re- it's very very re- resilient yeah and it does really what screens are supposed to do right which is keep the flies and mosquitoes out as right, well right right it, it's breathable uh-huh. yeah. it becomes your screen it covers the whole window it becomes your screen yeah it also filters out pollen dust and dirt uh, about once a year, you can just uh, take them off and rinse them off, mm-hmm. uh, cover, them, cover them with a little brush, uh, a little soap, and uh, put them back on, or you can put them in your garage, whatever you like to do, and put them on next spring. One of the one of the things and benefits that we've been realized when we put the SunTech solar screens on our home, Daryl, was that the home was actually quieter as well, and that was something that I, I know we didn't even talk about. But it was amazing because, you know, we, every now and then we have the busy neighbor right, with the big loud pipes go by, and we noticed that you could barely hear that vehicle passing by once the sunscreens, the solar screens, were installed because they actually they actually give you a little cushion that way too. Right. I've been told that, that it is an insulator, especially people that are right on the street, especially a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been told that, so that's uh, that's something I learned. That That's another benefit. There's so many benefits to solar screens. Yeah. Now, one of the neat things, too, again, and you do talk about this on your commercials, on the radio and on TV, is the privacy factor. So people, many times they close their blinds in their front rooms because, you know, it's getting to be the time when they turn the lights on early evening. And let's face it, we don't want people just looking in the house when they drive by or or walk by the property. The SunTech solar screens offer a level of privacy that most people, again, don't realize. You can hardly even see into the home from the outside. But inside, it's a different story. Yeah, it's misleading because um, it's dark, but you can't see in at all during the day. And the outward, uh, the outward visibility from inside is it's 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 a remarkable how clear it is looking out. And we have different colors of of screen. We have black, brown, beige, gray, and stucco. So we can match your house with three other uh, colors for the frame, which would be white, almond, mm-hmm. and bronze. So we can match your house and, uh, and color it up nice, and it looks it looks nice and clean when we put it on your windows. Yeah, you don't have to do anything wacky or funky to keep your cooling costs low and keep your, your home cooler. I was tell, telling a friend recently, Daryl, that I took a trip out of the state, and I saw some really unusual homes, and really the extent that people will go to to keep their home cool. Some of the homes that I saw recently on a trip to New Mexico, they're actually built into the ground. So half of your home is built into a uh, the side of a, of, of a hill, and then the home's sticking out on the other side, so it only gets half of a day's worth of sun. And although I'm sure that pro- that provides for a cooler home, the cost of doing something like that, the the uniqueness of the look, maybe that's not what everybody wants. I think most people don't realize just how effective... SunTech's solar screens are 
on cooling your home without going to all those expenses or complications or dropping in a uh, an air conditioning system or a, an upgrade. I mean, this oh. this is a quick way to get it done. Right, and, and they have a 10-year warranty, so over the period of, of 10 years, they are going to save you money and pay for themselves uh, once you put them on. I'm talking with Daryl Carr. Daryl is with SunTech Solar Screening, and they're making shade while the sun shines. I saw in your commercial, Daryl, where you you take a screen from SunTech Solar Screen, you hold it up to the sun itself, and my gosh, what a difference! You can feel the heat go away. Yeah, it's like a ten degree, yeah, twenty well, degree we do difference. Demonstrations, and we we hold it up. Uh, people look at the sun, then we hold it up between the sun and their their face. That's ten degrees. It's <laughs> so it's so remarkable that people are just blown away. Yeah. So another thing you and I have talked about recently are um, sunscreens for golf courses. So yes. that's an issue that people have, and the golf uh, season is upon us here in northern Nevada. Uh, people have problems with errant golf balls breaking the windows at your home near the golf course. What could be worse? Fortunately, people live on a golf course. They're going to get errant golf balls uh, into their windows, and, and you are responsible. I had one gentleman who like, replaced eight windows. Yeah, he, pay, he has to pay the $50 deductible, mm-hmm. but it's, kinda, it's, a, it's a pain. Yeah, it's the same product. We adapt a little bit better. Um, what we do with the, so the screen is we make sure that it's about an inch away from the frame, and uh, you'll wake up in the morning, they'll bounce right off. You'll see them laying on the ground, and you won't have any broken windows. And we have documentation from the manufacturer that states that the Pfeiffer is the, the, the uh, company that makes it that states that they do do what they're supposed to do. So the golf ball hits the Pfeiffer screen, and it literally bounces off bounces before, it, off. before uh-huh. it breaks the glass. Yes. And at the same time, you get a cooler room, right? Exactly. I had a lady just came in uh, 20 minutes ago, and uh, I'm going to go out and give her a free estimate. Yeah, very nice. When we talk about the colors and the availability of different looks from these screens, you know, somebody might not want the black one. What are some of the different colors that you have available for some of these We screens? have black and brown. We have gray, beige, and stucco. All right. So you can pretty much match almost any kind of decor. Right. You can mix and match mm-hmm. the frame color and the, the color of the screen. When people first talk to you about the SunTech solar screen, are they somewhat skeptical, Daryl, about their ability to really reduce the heat? No. When people come in, they, they, they know that they need to do something to, the, to their windows. But once they get in here and we educate them and show them how they work, they're sold. We sign them up for a free estimate, and, and uh, we go out and measure and do the estimating at their house. Nine times out of ten, they buy. Do you typically find that people feel like it, it's going to be a lower cost than they expected, a higher cost than expected? I mean, what, what is the feedback when they hear about what it actually is going to cost well, them? Normally, it's, most people uh, think it's reasonable once I tell them what they do. But a lot of people mistake them for the cheap fiberglass screens that you already have in your house, which is comparing a, a Volkswagen to a, a Duesenberg. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're just... You know, <laughs> right? No, I know these screens have a and they have an attractive look to them. Oh, and, they're and fantastic. They, and they work. And uh, I, I know maybe some of the listeners are thinking, well, gee, I, I don't know if I need screens, solar screens on all of my house, uh, maybe just part of the house. Is that something that you do as well? Do you? Yeah, we'll do one screen. Uh, a lot of people, I say, we'll put three on, and uh, I'll see how I like them. I had a gentleman we just installed. We put four on. 
it was, the day wasn't even over yet, and he said, come back and put put six more on. <laughs> he just, you know, he said, well, I'll try them. But once we put them on, he was sold. Yeah. And uh, that, that happens once in a while, too. Well, that's terrific. And uh, I know you've got a great website, but before that, why don't you let us know the best phone number to call if somebody wants to visit with you and maybe schedule an estimate review at their home. Okay, 775-352-9396. That's our telephone number to our showroom here. And my direct line after hours is 775-224-5093. You can call me after 5. I have a, a direct rollover to my cell phone, so you yeah. can talk to me. That's good, because it's getting hot and hotter, and people want to reduce their temperatures in their homes as yeah, quickly as they're, possible. They're fantastic product. We also do military and senior discounts. Oh, yes, very important. Military and senior citizen discounts. Also encourage people to visit your website, solarscreensofreno.com. You've got some good information there too, Daryl. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you visiting with us on the phone today. And hopefully um, you'll be coming back to visit with us in the studio before too long once we get through this busy, hot July summer month. All right. Thank you, Peter. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's been a great show today. Enjoyed the call-ins from our real estate radio experts. Tune in again right here. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender.